Welcome to Buy the Books, the podcast helping business owners navigate the complex world of business, tax, and bookkeeping. Now, to the owner and president of Secline, Lindsay Klein. Hi, everyone. Thanks for joining us today. This is Lindsay Klein with Secline, the host of Buy the Books. And I am here today with Tony Harmon, a CPA and attorney. He's been practicing with business owners for over 20 years, working on accounting and tax consults and tax strategies and probably so much more that I can't even think of right now. Thank you so much for joining me today. It's a pleasure to have you. Yeah, thank you very much for having me. I'm glad to be here and uh, look forward to our time, see what we can uncover. So Tony is someone that I have utilized as a resource pretty often. I think of you, I think first, whenever I have a question come up, because you have such a wealth of experience coming from both a legal and a tax side. But you you often tell me the answer is always, it depends, (laughs) which is great because then you can analyze it from different perspectives. Yeah, right. Everything depends on the facts. Yes, right. Right. So you have a really interesting topic to talk about today, and it's actually in regards to some proposed legislation that they are calling, if I get this straight, what is it? The American American Families Plan. American Families Plan. So tell us, does it actually help any American families? (laughs) It depends. (laughs) Depends on where you are. (laughs) Um, I would say uh, certainly some will benefit uh, and others will will not. not. Gotcha. And I think those that will not will probably feel more pain than those who feel help. Oh, okay. So do tell. That's my view. Okay. So tell us, what is this proposed legislation? What's it about? Sure. So, So let's just start with the gap. Okay. Okay. Which is not someplace where you go to find jeans or (laughs) clothes on sale, right? The tax gap is the the, the delta or the difference between what the government says you owe and what the government collects on a timely basis. So that's called the tax gap. Now, this is something that has existed for a long time. You know, um, it's not something that's new. So, okay, let me get this straight. You're saying it's the difference between what the government, the IRS, right? The IRS says you owe. What they think you owe. What they think you owe and what you actually pay. Timely pay. What's timely actually timely paid. paid. Okay. Yes. Okay. So if you pay late, does it not apply to the situation? Uh, it applies, but you're... You're one of those not you're you're uh, you're adding to the gap. Gotcha. Right. If you're a okay. late filer or a okay. non-filer. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So is this this legislation trying to narrow this gap between the timely paying people and what's actually owed? Um, that may be the cover story. Okay. <laughs> but um, you know, from a as a tax professional and a business owner. Um, who serves business owners, um, I don't see that being the case. Okay, interesting. Um, it actually, uh, so they're intending to close the gap by this legislation. Okay. Okay, that's what they say they want to do. Um, but in, in actuality, what they're really going to do is wind up kind of creating this this trail of tears if you will oh boy okay because there are there, there the government plans through its 
various legislative um, and administrative uh, uh, tools in its tool belt to um, increase taxes, increase legislation, um, and cause basically you know more pain to the business owner and the person who's considered to be wealthy. Um, mm. uh, there's very kind of I can see it very clearly when the government puts out its publications on what it's this is intended to do that it is very targeted at a, a, a group of people up at a certain level and above. Okay. Um, that's very clear when they use terms like these people have opaque sources of income uh, and they have uh, uh, um, access to planners and accountants mm. and attorneys that the normal person doesn't have. When there are other things in this legislation uh, that's proposed by the administration where they're talking about they're increasing the capital gains tax rate. Okay. Right? That's another thing that, the, that they're a tool in their tool belt that they're looking to accomplish. And I say they, it's the government. It's the administration at this point. You know, so uh, lowering the estate tax uh, exemption, right, to, and, and eliminating the basis step up that occurs on passage of property via someone's passing, mm. right? So those are the kinds of things that they're hoping to, you know, uh, add as well as um, uh, to, to this legislation. But, you know, if you can imagine, as I'm sure you've had clients, you know, that kind of stuff can be devastating, mm. right? You can lose an entire business. It can be wiped out by virtue of the fact that you got it at, you know, um, you know, the person who, you, who, who built the business has a low basis in it. And then 40 years later, they pass it on to someone when they, you know, pass. Uh, and now the, the value of it is, is much higher. So to say that, you know, they're going to only give you a million dollars or $3 million of an exemption, whatever that number is going to be, right? Um, you got to pay a lot of tax mm. on that gain, Right, so that's going to be very devastating. Wow! And it could wipe out entire um, businesses. I mean, their talk about um, in some of the legislation or some of the 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 um, not it's not legislation yet, but in some of the committees, they're talking about exempting family farmers. Well, yeah, that's absolutely important. But there's also other businesses that should be protected as well. Mm. And I don't know that um, it, I don't know how it will pass. You know, if it will pass. Um, How is it going so far? What's where is the status of it at this point? So the status of the legislation is kind of it's been proposed, um, and uh, there's it's gone through it's going through what's called a scoring procedure. So if you're familiar with scoring, and to your audience, um, scoring is the process by which the government um, determines the what the impact. Of legislation is from a revenue perspective, so um, they've they've done some scoring, and uh, they've they're talking about you know what it might look like this proposal that proposal how do they get it in who's you know it's the the whole making of the legislative sausage at this point mm. right so yeah that's where we are okay. but when Congress comes back from its recess um, you know it's on the agenda and. There, there's talk about this being, you know, passed after the government's new fiscal year, which starts October one, and 
So that time period between October 1 and December 31 is the point in time where they're talking about passing this American Families Plan. Mm. And then um, in some cases, you know, there's been mention of it being retroactive. Oh, boy. So, yeah. So how far back would they go? Do you know? Well, it would be 2021, the exact date. There's some discussion or some, you know, uh, uh, opportunity for interpretation as to mm. when that will be, it could be as early as April 2021. Wow. You know, when the government first kind of came out and mentioned this American Families Plan. Wow. So, so it's really would, difficult to help your clients plan for something that already has gone into effect in the past. Exactly. It's near impossible. Yeah. I mean, you can start to see what you can glean from, you know, the tea leaves at this point and try to make some, some suggestions, but you know, without knowing how Congress is going to actually um, have what, what language they are going to use in the statute and what the regulations that may come out a year or two later propose, like it's hard, very hard. Mm -hmm. But if we're thinking about it now and looking into it and reading about it and, and it makes our reaction time a little bit, faster, right? That makes sense. Yeah. So take your average business owner. Let's just say you have someone that has a small business. Maybe they make a couple hundred thousand dollars a year in revenue. What would your suggestion be to them if this were to pass? What effect is that going to have on them? And what would you suggest to them to kind of soften the blow, if you will? Yeah. So that's a, that's a hard question to answer right, right now. Because we don't know, basically what we're saying, the planners are, are saying is that what's traditionally worked isn't necessarily going to be the, 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 the format for the future. Mm. Um, so that's the hard part. But here's kind of, let's just, if, if I may, kind of focus in on, on who, their, who their target is okay. at this point. And the, okay. so some of the statistics that are involved in this, and, and so we, we know what it is. And so then why is it relevant? And that's what the, where the, the statistics tell a little bit of the story. The other thing is, um, again, yeah, they think that pass-through, you know, has a, that's where a lot of the individuals are. So they're going to attack pass-throughs, which again, that goes against people who are in the business of taking risk and creating something. Here's the other part that's out there. Why well, I think we're going to see a, a big ramp up. We just went through the last year and a half of a lot of businesses and a lot of people struggling through the pandemic. And yes, there was government assistance, but there's a lot of people that have not been able to pay payroll taxes, mm. pay income taxes as a result of something going bad. They are now squarely in the crosshairs because of the fact that they had a hardship. There's also other hardships that people happen or have happened to them on a daily basis as well. A death, loss of, of a job, um, uh, uh, a divorce, right? Innocent spouse or someone who is, you know, taking um, advantage of, uh, of their situation and, and, and other people don't know about it. And so they're, they're just bad actors, but they have a hardship as well. So those are things that I think are, are concerns that I see uh, in, in this act. So what would you propose to people? I mean, spe especially business owners, because that's who I primarily mm -hmm. um, speak to. What would you recommend to your average business owner? That's hearing this. What should they do about this? Yeah, it, I think it. Um, when we get a little more clear picture as to what this legislation is going to look like, we're going to be creative. It, it, it's not just 
me, right? But insurance companies have a stake in this, right? Um, banks have a stake in this. And so um, we're going to combine forces, if you will, collectively, the marketplace will come together and we will find a way to get the best out of the situation, you know? And so right now that's a hard thing to say, but there are certain things that, you know, <laughs> how do you do something? How do you plan against something that's re- retroactive? That's yeah, really hard. That is hard. Um, so that's something I, I don't know. And it's not really fully formed yet. And who knows? I mean, hopefully um, some senators will have this sense of, I need to be, you know, looking out for people in my district and my state and say, no, this isn't good for them. This is, you know, I have a lot of commerce in my state and I don't want to hurt it. So that's what we have to hope for to see how this all shakes out right now. Very hard to be able to predict what it's going to be and how to actually go ahead. Like I said earlier with the, the, the language of the statute isn't prepared yet and regulations haven't been issued yet. So hard, hard to say, but keep talking, keep talking, listening to what is happening in the legislative process to see how we can stay on top of it and what might be something that we can do as we get closer. We're still in July. um, And as we get closer to Congress coming back in the new fiscal year, um, we'll start to see more. Mm. But, you know, if it goes, something goes through the comment period, that's another option opportunity for the the state bar associations and the ABA and the AICPA and the state CPA societies to really provide input and say, yeah, this is why this isn't bad. This is why this is not good. So that's when we'll really be able to have more of a handle. Unfortunately, I wish I could say that there was more that we could do right now, but I just don't feel comfortable saying what that might be because mm-hmm. it could change. This is the kind of thing that, um, I, I think if if people are against it, they probably should be calling their congressmen or oh. calling their representatives, calling their senators. Um, and I've heard phone call is more valuable than an email, like an email, right? Is that true? Have you found that to be the case? I think certainly if you can get on the phone, that helps. The thing that's interesting, right? You send an email and you get this auto response, right? Back, right. Right. It's like, well, what is that? Yeah. You know, oh, thank you for telling me. Okay, great. So there is some absolute merit in being able to call someone. Which I'm sure if you call, you probably get their admin assistant you or do. what have someone you. On the but staff. they are recording that. And I've heard that um, they they just put more clout in that because if someone takes the time to pick up the phone and call, they consider that to merit a lot more voices. Because if so- one person is that fired up about it, then there's probably a lot more that didn't pick up the phone that are fired up about it. So that's what I've heard in terms of good strategy. If if you do want to voice your protests to this legislation, or maybe even just parts of it, you know, you mentioned that you did like the the aspect of getting the technology up to date. And, Important. Yeah. You know, things like that. So maybe there's just certain aspects of it that we need to voice our opposition to. And, um, you know, so I would say for anyone that's concerned about those things, get on the phone. Right. And and what we're seeing on the ground, us, you, me, other professionals, that's important for us to be able to have this community, mm-hmm. right? And talk right, about right, these things. Right. And then we can, as a group, because as I mentioned earlier, right, our, our lobbying groups in, in the legal profession and the accounting profession and um, the, in the insurance and banking, they're going to be putting forth 
comments and, and having things to say as well. So, so that's always, uh, you know, that multi approach. And, and again, as we get closer, we will know more, but for now, keep listening, keep thinking about how does that impact me? Mm. You know, I like it. All right. Well, tell everyone where to find you if they would like to talk to you more about this issue or any other tax issue. Uh, so, um, uh, so my email address is Anthony at Harmon Kang CPA.com. That's H A R M O N K A N G CPA.com. Uh, phone number two one four seven one five six nine nine five. Our website is being built right now, oh, okay. so we don't have that yet. So email, phone, best ways to get a hold of me. Um, and uh, you know, we are a veteran-owned business nice. uh, as well. Um, and uh, you know, when you say we are that same kind of person that we are serving, nice. we're that small business owner. Yeah. We have the same concerns, you know, with cash flow and with tax liability, and you know, preserving right our uh, our business that we're building. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Anthony at HarmonKangCPA.com, 214-715-6995. Thank you so much for coming. As always, you're a wealth of knowledge. I always learn something from you every time I talk to yeah, you. Yeah, great. So Thanks I for having me. That. And uh, I get I get a lot of interesting um, and thought-provoking kinds of questions <laughs> from you That's what as I well. do best, is ask good questions. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I may not always know the answer, but I can ask the question. Oh, exactly. I'm in the same boat, right? I always know the answer, but, but you know, stay, keep your ear right down and, and, and listen and keep your eyes open. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. And thank you to all of our listeners and viewers for joining in today. I am Lindsay Klein with Sakline Honest Accurate Bookkeeping performed on time. You can reach me at info at sakline.com, S-A-K-L-I-N-E.com. And my phone number is 214-396-5020. And we have a new San Antonio office at 210-510-4129. And thank you so much again for joining us. Have a great week, everyone. By the Books is presented by Secline. Honest, accurate bookkeeping performed on time. For more information on Secline services or to get a hold of Lindsay, visit secline.com or email info at secline.com. The information provided on this website and podcast does not and is not intended to constitute legal advice. Instead, all information, content, and materials available are for general information purposes only. Information provided by Secline may not constitute the most up-to-date legal or other information. Listeners should contact their attorney to obtain advice with respect to any particular legal matter and should refrain from acting on the basis of this information without first seeking legal advice from counsel in the relevant jurisdiction. Only your individual attorney can provide assurances that the information contained herein and your interpretation of it is applicable or appropriate to your particular situation.